C-Note here as it focuses. Jeez. <laughs> Welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. Today on the show, I want to talk to you about what is the best fit romantic type for INTPs. Did I screw up? There we go. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> what is the best fit romantic type for INTPs? Before we get started, I want you to let you know that we have our recent course available, Finding and Maintaining Relationships for INTPs, below. If that's not something you're looking for, we also have a free ebook with a bunch of Q&A that I've done on Quora that is basically compiled into this book. The book is free if you sign up for our email list, but it's also available on Kindle. If you uh, look up that, it's uh, INTP Christian Rivera. You just kind of look, search for that. It's the first book. It's called uh, Uncommon Question or Common Questions and Uncommon Answers for INTPs Volume One. So go ahead, pick that up. That's only four bucks if you want to support the channel. Uh, otherwise, just sign up for things below. There's links and all the things. So I want to talk a little bit about what are some of the potential best matches for INTPs when it comes to romantic relationships. We're kind of around the sphere of Valentine's Day. This will probably come out after it, but I want to talk about a little bit more of like romantic topics for INTPs because we struggle with relationships. There's no doubt about that. Uh, doesn't mean we can't be good at relationships or elegant with them. That's what the course is all about. And we tend to use our strengths. And a lot of people who are actually attracted to INTPs tend to be attracted to our strengths. They really love how free-flowing we are at times. They love how we can be very calibrative to help them sort of, you know, figure out a way to get the clean sliced information and navigate them in the right direction. You know, some people like being able to brainstorm with INTPs and workshop stuff together. Some people really enjoy our energy, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> you know, sometimes Enneagram type uh, has a play in there as well. But I think one of the most important things to take into account is the general notion that there is no one specific type that is meant for INTPs, meaning you can make any relationship work. Uh, it just takes the same basic building blocks of relationships about communication, connection, attention, learning your partner's love language, and then learning some of like the four agreements and your own personal development for yourself. That's stuff we talk about in the course as well. So the, some of the best fit types for INTPs are drum roll. One of the biggest ones actually are FJs. And there's like a type of reason for that is that FJs really love TPs because there's, there's a polarity there. You know, we're kind of uh, as, as TI dominance, we're kind of attracted to people who do people things very well. You know, we're, we're kind of enamored by it. We're like, oh, I wish I could do that. That's so cool, right? <laughs> but it's kind of the opposite for FJs. FJs are so people focused that they can really admire the INTP individuality and the ability to look at data impartially and to understand subjectively the difference between truth and belief and help people calibrate that. Calibrate that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, FJs, because they have TI in the backseat of their cognitive function stack of their car, based on the car model and personality hacker, um, 
they because it's lower in their stack there's a little bit of an ambition towards it you know efjs have the ambition of wanting to sort of uh, stand out individually to understand their own individuality and how their individuality is beneficial to the group and the same thing for ifjs ifjs have that tertiary ti the third cognitive function in their stack which is the uh, equivalent of a 10 year old child in terms of its sophistication and that IFJs tend to be the ones that are most focused on like good grammar and getting things right and the idea of perfectionism because they really admire people who use TI very well. I know I've been in situations where I've I've uh, I've been on a podcast with my friend um, I can't even remember her name. Oh my God, Marissa Callie. There there she is. Um, <laughs> she had a, a podcast called Bicoastal Panda, and I was on that podcast. And we were doing a video chat um, to record the podcast, and she just let me talk the whole time, right? This is not about romantic attraction. Like, I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. But the idea is that she was just focused. She was listening. She was like, wow, this is so interesting. This is so cool. There's like, you can feel that there's like this excitement in her brain in an area that might not be used as much, right? And that's how I feel about FJs in general being attracted to TI users is this idea of like, oh, this is like tickling a part of my brain that's exciting and I don't really use this as much or I try to and I maybe not feel as good at it, you know, and that's how I feel about FJs a lot of the time. My ex-wife is an ISFJ. There's a very clear reason for that. She was just really great at people energy. She was really great at hosting. She was really good at taking care of people, making sure their needs were met. She also ascended, you know, the ranks at work really easily because she was just so good at vibing with everybody. And, you know, I admired that. And she once told me that what she appreciated about me was that I was just kind of like go with the flow and free form and, and down for whatever, you know? And I think that is a show of my strengths, being able to be helpful in that sense. She thought, she thought some of the theories I had were interesting, you know? And, um, you know, there was another instance where we were at a, a pub with some friends and there was somebody there that I'd never met before. And I believe she was an ESFJ. She was talking about astrology and we had this kind of quick chat and she asked me about Myers-Briggs and she was like, why do you believe in Myers-Briggs? I was like, first of all, I don't believe in it. <laughs> this is all information and experiential data. And uh, I kind of went on a rabbit hole and she like literally did one of these and was just like glossy eyed and watching. And I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but, you know, Molly and I talked about it afterwards and we're like, oh yeah, she was definitely attracted to you. Um, so it's one of those situations where TI can feel like because the world at large doesn't value our introverted thinking that we can assume that nobody wants that, especially if you've never dated before or you're fairly young and you've only dated a few times and it, you know, your introverted thinking was one of the reasons why the relationship didn't work. And I'm here to tell you that TI is a valued asset by a lot of people. It's just a matter of finding the right people who actually value that asset. So Molly is an ENFP and she loves my TI. She loves that I ask good questions. She loves that I help her out. We brainstorm like crazy because she's an NE dominant. And 
you know, I help her with some of the logical figurings out of things. Like she has to, she just launched a Patreon. So if you go to the Darling Revolution on Instagram, there's links to all of that stuff. But she, you know, we, I help her with some thinkery things. She helps me with emotional things. You know, she, like I'm struggling and I'm talking about my emotional experiences and she will help me hold space for it and give me some suggestions as to what it is I need to do or how uh, what I'm feeling is valid. And that's incredibly valuable as well. So those are just a couple of minor examples of how different types really appreciate each other in different ways. You know, for Molly, I love the fact that she's so she's so good at helping people get things done, but she's also really great at brainstorming and she's really amazing at holding space for other people. And she's really working on, you know, balancing her own authenticity versus like the systems that she gets involved in. And she's always pushing and growing and she's such a dynamic person that I've been with her for a few years and she's like a different person than when I first met her, but still the same at its core in a lot of ways. And I, I just love all of the different facets of who she is. And that's interesting to me and I love it and it keeps it, you know, it keeps it all interesting. So I love all of those aspects. So being able to see that there are different ways that different personalities can appreciate each other is, is going to open up and remove some of the type bias that we tend to have. You know, I know a lot of INTPs are like, I wish I could find another INTP because then they would understand me. But also introverted thinking is its own thing. So everyone's going to have their form of introverted thinking doesn't guarantee that you guys will get along. And so it's the other way around also, right? Making the assumption that another TP might be the best match when it might not be. So the idea is to not limit yourself based on personality type. But the idea of personality type, the same thing as love languages, is that you use these as tools to help you understand yourself and the other person, to connect better, to have the opportunity to actually communicate, have a language to talk about and share your experiences and share who you are and then grow from there. So I think it's incredibly invaluable, uh, invaluable really, to use this tool, because it is a tool, to help you understand what type of person maybe you need a little bit of in your life. Maybe you're too, too loose and free form and maybe an FJ would be nice. You know, you can maybe pursue that a little bit, but don't close your mind off to as many possibilities as possible because there's a world of human beings. Somebody out there appreciates and loves you for who you are. It's just a matter of time. It's a matter of patience. It's a matter of loving yourself so that you can put the right energy out into the world. That's why watching these videos is important. Doing the personal growth is important and focusing on your strengths is important. So you can bring those strengths to the relationship and you know, be able to connect and communicate. So we talk about so many more of these details in finding and maintaining relationships as an INTP. Molly is on that course. We're talking back and forth about a lot of these topics and what we learned in our relationship as an ENFP and an INTP. And I think that's incredibly valuable to kind of see and experience that. So go ahead and pick that up in the comment below. That's the first link there available to you. And uh, let us know what you think. What do you think of this topic? Have you had some difficulties with personality type bias? Have you been trying to find a specific personality type? Which personality types have you found to have been attracted to you in the past? 
You know, so I, I've dated all sorts of different types, ISTJ, ENTJ, ISFJ, ENFP, uh, an INFP, I think in retrospect, I'm not really sure, but different personality types, right? Like you just, you never know. And the one that seems to be clicking the most with me right now, and hopefully for a long time is the ENFP in my life and she's incredible. So it doesn't mean ENFP is the one for you, but it's very possible. And that's my experience and your experience is gonna be different. So with all of that said, I hope you go to dopamine.life and check out, we have other podcasts, we have articles, all sorts of things to help INTPs and anyone struggling with different mental health challenges to develop and grow their personality to help them navigate the world. And you can hit me up at Let's Go See Notes on all the social channels. You can feel free to, to reach out to me. I do coaching, connections, all of that stuff. We have classes on our dopamine school. And then, you know, leave a comment, show some love, like, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with a family member who might need to hear this about you as well, or share this with a potential mate. And you can just talk about it and have a conversation and see if this is something that clicks, right? So it's all very interesting. I hope this helped you and is helping you on your growth journey. I'm going to stop now because I'm tired and I'm burnt out and I'm done making videos for now. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go eat something. I'm going to stop waving my finger around. I love you guys. <laughs> Take care of yourself and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya.